everyone. Welcome back to the Sports Medicine Podcast. Uh, I'm Maddie Portland. I'm with Haley Karpik. If you're watching on YouTube, you just saw that fun, fun intro. Haley, it's time for, for the intro question. Episode two, let's go. All right. It, um, okay. As washed athletes, what is your current pet peeve from a wash ath- washed athlete perspective? <laughs> My washed athlete pet peeve is, I think, and this is kind of a hot take, and maybe it's just a me thing, um, but I think, like, nowadays you see athletes, like, makeup, hair done, like, like jewelry during competition, and I, like, my washed athlete take is, like, when I played soccer, it was, like, I wasn't wearing any makeup. I looked, like, horrible. I was just trying to play, like, so that is my hot take is, like, everybody's out there like really trying to like look their best. And I do think that's a good thing, but like for me, no, it's my hot take of the day. Washed athlete. I'm going there. No makeup, no jewelry, nothing. Just trying to, just trying to ball. Got it. Okay. So you're liking the athletes that are rolling up to the game in Crocs or slides. Yeah. Like throwing on the cleats and, and yeah. Sure. And then just getting out there. I mean, I, I do like the intro walk in when they're like going, I'm talking about like more like on the field, like, oh, like mi- okay. kind of minimal, like, like, I don't know, no frills, no, no makeup done. Like I never wore makeup playing. And now you see people like you, like you'll watch like a get ready with me with, for like a professional athlete and they'll spend like half an hour doing their, putting on their makeup which is you know i get it because it like makes you you know look feel good play good so i do i'm not like totally hating on it maybe it's just a me thing but that is my that's my hot take my washed athlete take of the day okay so you're not you're i like not the walk up I, foundation before you go on none. a run or hop on that peloton absolutely not i'm taking it off like okay. if i have any makeup on we're taking it off and going for a run yeah yeah all right all natural or i guess <laughs> that's fair yeah all right, my uh, my pet peeve as a washed athlete would be currently I am being gaslit by my entire town. So I'm trying to like, get back into. No, it don't make sense in a minute. The town in which you live. Yes. So I'm okay. trying to get back into running. You know, fit did the half marathon. Now I'm trying to get back into it. Yeah, I haven't There's seen you on this- Strava in a minute, but that's okay. Yeah, but- Thanks for telling all the listeners about that, Haley. Uh, there's this super busy street by my house, and the street had the street luckily had, and it leads to a park that I like to run at. It has all these uh, side streets, and at those side streets there are crosswalks. So, Haley, you're a host that has a driver's license. A lot of our listeners have driver's license. I don't know if you remember. But when you were securing a driver's license, you had to take a driver's license test Yeah, of like different road signs to like be aware of. For sure. Yeah, I remember that You'll one. remember probably that there is this huge neon yellow ugly ass sign that has a person like in a walking position on it. Do you know what I'm talking about? The pedestrian crossing sign? Yes, you are right. You see, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Now, that sign, and I check it all the time because, again, I'm like in this state of, am I wrong? Am I, am I doing something wrong? I'm, I'm Googling it all the time. That sign means that the pedestrian, myself, the runner, gets the right of way. But in my town, they ignore that. 
soccer moms, the teenagers, you know, especially anyone driving a Jeep, they're like, no, 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 no. That's my right away on the street. And as a washed athlete, I can't stop on a dime anymore, Haley. Okay. Objects in motion tend to stay in motion. Objects that are halted tend to stay halted. So I'm like at a decent pace and then I have to stop and wait for all these jerks to go. I have a question. Are you, are you being assertive in the crosswalk? Oh, so, so are you entering, you should just be entering the crosswalk. My, my, my like redemption arc though, is that I am, I am like, I am like the tennis racket of Coco golf because that pet peeve that's being flung at me, I'm, I'm hitting back with the equal amount of, of force. I am dragging myself across those crosswalks i'm penguin waddling i'm like a pirate with two like what are those like things that pirates have those peg legs yeah i'm like i am slowly getting across that crosswalk as slow as possible because you should have to be late for your practice or your dinner reservation so you're walking i have to stop my run okay yeah interesting yeah and and I it's hard I guess I I live in a city so it's a little bit different so yeah like yeah I mean that also I think we took very different directions on this take but I like it um and I yeah I do understand running especially is such a momentum activity that you don't want to stop exactly Um, but you know I think you know as safe as possible you got to just keep going into the intersection and force them to stop yeah, no, and I, I try to do that. And Haley, I got, so the soccer moms, the adults, they'll the stop. drivers of the but state the of Illinois just, I don't know. They'll, do you expect they'll them to play stop? chicken. They're going to say, like, I'll, <laughs> they're I'll like, I'll hit you. <laughs> well, I will say, it's like, like, my brain's not fully developed. I'll, I'll hit you. Yeah. The pedestrian crosswalks on, I will say, I was back in Indiana, like, back over the summer. And I, again, in the city, I just, like, don't, there's not as much, like, you, there's not you know i'm just running like and we're like stoplights it's a little bit easier a little bit more straightforward so i was back in lafayette and they um i was going through a pedestrian crosswalk on a roundabout and like again i was just being assertive and i just kept running and this guy was like coming around and he like honked at me and i just double flipped him off and i was like I was like, come on, man, like I, a pedestrian sign here. And so I hope he learned his lesson. So maybe, maybe this is what you need to do. Maybe you need to start enlightening these, the people of your neighborhood. But yeah, that no, is I've, tough. Called, I've called the non-emergency number several times. <laughs> You're complaining. Yeah. And I, one of these days I'm going to get, get over to a no, village, the yeah. village, village hall meeting and you're going to be, you're going to be one of those people at, at a, at a town hall meeting saying, why is nobody paying attention? You want it to become, maybe they just need to stop sign there. Yeah. You know, cause it's all, it's all fun and games, right? Until, until you get you know, hit by a car. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. exactly. Wow. So, I think those are two very different washed up athlete hot takes, but I like the, the, the different direction. Yeah. 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 And I hope to see you on Strava. Okay. I'll, I'll try and make that happen for you. Okay. That's a good transition to yeah. our, our topic for today. So we figured we'd have a bit more of a, a relaxed episode. Kind of a game, I would say. Yeah. yeah. A little bit of a game. Yeah. Scenario playing. I think it's fun. Yeah. So I'll go ahead. Uh, we'll get this up on the screen here and we'll explain the game to, to our audio listeners. However, if you have a, a moment to pause right now, 
this will be more fun and more entertaining if you are watching us on YouTube. And so you'll get to see the, our beautiful faces. You'll get to see our, our faces, but more importantly, all the, the PowerPoint slides that I put together, the Excel sheet. But that, if you're listening, we will talk you through this. That Brian and I put together. But yeah, no, I, I would say, yeah. I'd rather just have you listen than quit. <laughs> 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 so. They just leave the podcast, right? They're like, oh, I'm out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see if we can uh, get this to share here. Okay, I think we're good to go. Technical director, are we good to go? Oh, there we, we go. Are. Awesome. All right, so the name of the game is Athlete Soup. It's like a pun on alphabet soup, if no one caught that. Har, har, har. So I created a list of uh, some favorite athletes of Haley and I that's in column B here on the Excel sheet. And then in column C, I came up with 20 sports that are currently being played today. And then in columns F and G, with the help of our technical lead, my husband, Brian, <laughs> I created formulas to randomly generate two athletes and one sport. And now what Haley and I are going to talk about today is which of those athletes would be able to play that sport better. So it's not the sport that they play professionally currently. It's a different one. And we're seeing if we can fit these professional athletes into different sports. And if we do happen to draw a sport that they play, we'll reshuffle. Yeah, we'll, we'll, reshuffle. We'll, yeah, we'll reshuffle. And uh, just, you know, a fun fact that I learned the, you know, and I told Brian and Haley before we started the episode, the quality that we're in the value that we're providing to our listeners. If you press F9 on a computer, it will calculate uh, an Excel sheet. It'll refresh it. So there's a so fact. You're being enlightened sports wise and in basic Excel. So it's a twofer today. Yeah. Yeah. A freak in the Excel sheets. <laughs> All right, let's get this show yeah. on the road. All right, here we go. F9. All right. Okay. Well, this is interesting. Yeah, this <laughs> is fun. This is a fun start. They're uh, two soccer players. So, if, why don't you run us through who we've got for again for our listeners? Yeah. Okay. So we got Naomi Naomi Girma, mm -hmm. uh, and then Lionel Messi, and the sport is snowboarding. So let me go <laughs> first to uh, to our. Uh, this is a tough one because they, they play the same sport. Yeah. They're, so we'll they're very different in age. Yeah. Yeah, they are. They are. And we're talking, you know, we're talking current day. So I'll start with, with Naomi Girma and then we'll go to, we'll go to Lionel Messi. But, um, yeah, Haley, you, you, yeah I'll give a quick rundown. The, yeah, she's no, one of my athletes that I put on the list. She, yeah. She's 23 years old, Stanford graduate, won a national championship with the Stanford Cardinal back in 2020, I believe. Um, she was the number one pick in the 2022 NWSL draft, which is the professional soccer league for women. Um, she's yeah. So she's like, she's a women's national team player. She's super young, just graduated college, but started um, as a center back for the U S women's national team. So very different, also different kind of player than Messi. She plays defense. Um, but yeah, young, very talented up and comer for the national team for the women. 
Okay. And I see he has an older brother. So yeah, yeah, and I think he's an athlete as well. Had to face adversity at a young age. Yeah, got maybe got pummeled by the older brother like I did, but maybe not. <laughs> it builds character regardless. <laughs> um, Von, right, look, look at their I'll... height. You know what's interesting? They're very similar in height. Don't know the impact of that on snowboarding, but Messi's yeah. a short, short little guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Five, seven. So five seven, 159 pounds. Plays uh, currently plays in the MLS for Inter Miami. Uh, started training with Barcelona at age 13. Has won the Golden Ball a record seven times. Diagnosed with growth hormone deficiency. That checks out. Yeah. Youngest uh, Argentine to play in a World Cup. Um, and then what is this? Hired. Oh, he was hired. Oh, yeah. For this, he, they hired him as for, with Barcelona with a contract that was written on a napkin. Like that's how bad At they wanted him. Well, yeah, they like met him and they're like, we can get this in writing right here. Right so here, highly right desirable now. player. Yeah, <laughs> that is a fun fact. Yeah, has scored almost seven hundred goals. Holds a Guinness World Record for number of goals scored in a calendar year. Wow. Okay. It's a really prolific player. So yeah. we're both great soccer players. Yeah, I've not heard any anything about their snowboarding their ability. Sports or snowboarding ability. <laughs> now, yeah. okay. Now Naomi Gurma is from like San Jose. Um, Messi's from Argentina. They've got some mountains down there. Maybe he's snowboarding, yeah, or you know, isn't he's, it he's close to the equator. I don't think it ever snows there. I think it does. Oh, really? I, I think about how far how far south Argent like Argentina goes because all the way down. To like the tip, which yeah, I mean, is I'm, pretty cold. I'm terrible at geography, <laughs> and it has a so. full mountain range through it. So I think it, yeah, I think there's some snow there. Um, but he also lived in Spain. There's some mountains there too. So access to mountains, which I think is imperative for snowboarding, I'd say maybe you're, Messi you're has the upper hand. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, what do you think of in terms of snowboarding? What would make you a good snowboarder? Have you so ever I think snowboarded? It would depend- I did. Uh, so I'm, I ski, uh, cause skiing is in, in my opinion, in my opinion, skiing infinitely easier than snowboarding. Yeah. But, I agree. yeah. Um, I have snowboard twice and what would make you good at, I mean, balance, but they're both probably have incredible balance. They're soccer players. Like yeah. they're constantly using their feet and their legs. Agility. Yeah. Yeah. Agility. Turn. I don't this doubt is- that either of them can't learn how to snowboard. But yeah. I do agree with you, geographically speaking. If that's you know if the, if that if that's true, and Argentina is as far past the equator as you say it is, I do. I think I agree with you. I think I give Messi the the win here. Yeah, I think I give Messi the win. Um, I think again they've got similar, such similar backgrounds. I think they both could be good at it because they've got those strong, their strong lower bodies can turn all that stuff. So I think they could both be good. But I'll, I'll give it to Messi. Okay. All right. We'll give Messi the win there. Moving on. No, oh, I don't want Messi again. No, reshuffle that. Messi is just everywhere. <laughs> okay, here we go. We have Michaela Schifrin, George Russell, and baseball. Yeah, I want to start with with Michaela here. All right, yeah, I'm can, gonna. I'll read off. Answer? Yeah, I'll read off Michaela. Uh, okay, so five foot seven, American World Cup out. Al- Alpine skier with the most World Cup wins of any Alpine skier in history and is currently only 28 years old. Yeah, what are we doing with our lives? Starting a podcast. <laughs> Answer your question. Uh, so 
the the one below just says the difference. She's done downhill, alpine, slalom, and giant slalom. Oh wow! What okay. can she do? Yeah. What? Okay. So from Vale, parents were both ski racers too. So genetically, there's a hack. Yeah. I think this is a common thread, at least in my research. You know, I always wonder why was I not some huge, amazing athlete? And I was like, it's our parents' fault. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Parents aren't athletic. But yeah, continue on. (laughs) Uh, Made World Cup debut in 2011 at age 16. And then two-time Olympic gold medalist speaks German. Yeah, I threw that in there at the end because I thought that was interesting. Yeah, you never, I mean, you never know. Versatility, she's smart. All right, all right. And then we got George Russell. Where are you, George? I should have memorized where yeah, these were on the on the slides. Feel free to slide four. Thank you. All right. Do you want to run through George Russell for us, Haley? Yeah, six one, one fifty-four. He's an English F one prodigy, winning several national titles in the UK. <laughs> He's got his favorite food is sushi. Again, I like how I like our research because we threw in these fun facts. Favorite food sushi, and he loves the Peaky Blinders. Um, he's a skilled pianist, which should do wonders for him in baseball. Um, he scored his first F1 points in 2020 at the Secure Grand Prix, finished ninth. Um, current F1 driver, he's you know, team Mercedes along with Lewis Hamilton. Um, and he's eighth place in the driver standings. Um, favorite track is spa, um, which he's had a top speed of about 350 kilometers per hour. Can we get a conversion on that? Um, so while I'm reading this, this is when I say, I don't know anything about F1. So Maddie, feel free to chime in on what you, yeah, you can start off with this baseball conversation with George Russell and how you think his F1 skills could contribute in the diamond. Yeah. Okay. So first of all, I just don't know of like a a more perfect all-around athlete who's like also very cultured, <laughs> obviously like sushi. Okay, it's 217, 217 miles an hour, everybody is 350. Yeah, that's, 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 that's quick. fast. Yeah. Yeah. He's making, yeah. making decisions. So I think I'd start off the the conversation, which I think both these athletes would actually have this this ability. Yeah, I think I know where you're going. But if George Russell is having to make decisions, well, a car is going, what what was it, 215, 217? 217, yeah. 217 miles an hour. That uh, That's going to take some skill. And then yeah. I think Michaela, especially at that like giant the slalom. slalom event, right? Like the skiers reach pretty high speeds too, right? Yeah. Then, then think so. If I'm trying to hit a baseball and have like that hand eye coordination to make contact with a baseball that's coming at me at 9,702 miles an hour, you know, or whatever those, whatever pitchers are throwing, I don't know, what is yeah, yeah. the Otani flow, right? Like, yeah, around that. It's over 100, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I think they're, I think they're both capable of doing that. I think they're both capable of making contact with a baseball at that speed. So right now they're, they're a bit even. Yeah. 
I did it. I did a quick search. Alpine skiers are going like 75 to 95 miles an hour down the, down the slope, which is yeah, pretty so fast hitting, to be moving yeah, and to be able to be 95, like five. That's not that different. Yeah. Yeah. And you're, and you're, they're not uh, in like George Russell's in a car, like in like they're, and I could be off on skiing, but like some of the skiing, yeah, you're going, you. and you're going like side to side. You're trying to go through those gates. So that's a lot of skill. And again, I think you're, you're onto something with that decision-making. They're both making decisions at high rates of speed. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. Um, now I, that being said, I'm a firm believer that I don't think anybody, any common person can hit a baseball pitched by an MLB pitcher at that speed. I think you could, maybe some people could make contact. Um, but I think it's, I think baseball, I, I'm biased towards baseball because I think it's like an incredibly skilled sport to hit. Um, but who would be better? I, I think, I think you got to look and see if which one, and you know, I didn't, I didn't find this in any of the research, but you also like, if you've ever seen someone that hasn't grown up with siblings who play baseball or softball, and then they try to throw yeah, a baseball yeah. or a softball and it looks ridiculous. Like that's a big thing too. Yeah. I wonder what, and you know, like can either of them, you know, how much does George Russell know about American baseball? Yeah. I, probably not a lot. <laughs> At least Michaela, she's from Vail. She grew up in the East coast too. Outside of Boston. Okay. So. so you got to think, Oh, it's near Boston. She grew up in like, Outside of Boston, I think like New Hampshire, Vermont, something like that. Something over there. Okay. So, so we know. might have to give it to her just again, based on geography. And right? I think, I think she's making, I mean, I understand F1, you're driving, you're turning. She's making bigger, I don't know, body movements. And uh, I don't know. That may maybe relate to baseball. I don't know. I don't know. Good point. Right. Like yeah. a baseball swing is like a lot about is, like how quick you're turning your hips. Right. Yeah. Rotational how, like, movement. Acti yeah. Activating yeah. them. So yeah, and I think gotta... she, yeah, I think she could get it done. Okay, so you're right. Go with her for the win uh, then? for the rotational movement. I I think that's a smart way to go. Yeah. Okay. This is fun. Yeah, I like it. I'm having a good time. Here we go. Now we got. Oh, we got another driver. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. Oh, wonder who put all, Wonder who put all the drivers in here. Wonder, who's, yeah, the who who's the f1 fan who's the f1 fan um brianna stewart jessica hawkins basketball uh so brianna stewart is a wmba basketball player so let's football. reshuffle yeah because yeah, yeah, i i'm i'm gonna make out oh, the hot take fun. oh caitlin clark bryce harper in cycling <laughs> <laughs> this is fun this is a good one I, I do think this actually is a good one because like okay we can run through the people yeah, I'll start. Yeah, I'll start run through the people. Clark. You can, you, can, you uh, you know, Philly Philly can run through Bryce Harper. Yep. Caitlin Clark, six feet, 160 pounds, six four wingspan, 21 years old officially, so can now consume alcohol. She's only 21. Only 21. Wow. I guess you're right. She's a junior, like straight, or well, is a senior now. Senior but, now, but yeah, that's crazy. Okay. Wow. So, you know, I'll, everyone was following this last year. Yeah, but she's pretty. We'll do famous. a quick repeat here against South Carolina, 41 points scored are the most by any player against an undefeated team in NCAA tournament history, men or women. Okay. That's crazy. Yeah. First player in division one women's basketball history to record more than a thousand points and 300 assists in the same season. Okay. Another, again, like you were saying, another genetic hack, 11 of Clark's family members have played collegiate yeah. sports. She currently has a brother playing football at Iowa state. Like, House divided. 
un- unfair. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. House divided. But I mean, it's not really divided. It's Kaylin. Cla- I mean, I'd be cheering for Kaylin, but that's just. I guess, that I, is again. That's just again. Me. If I ever had children, I'm gonna tell them really early. Like you've got no lineage to support you being exceptionally talented at sports. So I'm gonna level set them from a young age. Um, yeah, they might be yeah. really good at chemistry though. <laughs> yeah. Oof. What everybody wants to be good at. <laughs> okay. So while while doing all this, you know incredible what are, what are what we call these achievements yeah you yeah. know in basketball also majoring in marketing uh cultured okay if you're if you follow her on instagram you'll know she was in italy at the amalfi coast this past oh. august uh and then a statue <laughs> exists of caitlin clark that is completely made of butter there's no higher is, honor than a statue a made more, of butter is there a more iowa thing like yeah i don't think so i'm statue made of butter maybe chiseled of corn would be corn maybe yeah, she'll get right. that next season you're right you're right yeah. you're right all right now let's play yeah Can she's I pretty incredible this, find the slide here with bryce harper bryce harper fun facts you made this yeah you definitely made this slide i want a statue made of butter yeah you know anybody who could do that I saw a fun video on... um, I'm going to have to look more into this. Like, is it in the fridge somewhere? I think it's, like, kept in, like, temperature-controlled. Here we go. Temperature-controlled, like, conditions. It's in, like, a glass thing, though. Like, if you look on her Instagram page and go to photos she's tagged in, all these people are just taking selfies with this giant thing of butter. I'm opening another tab and typing in Caitlin Yeah, and looking at it. Yeah. Butter just statue. just for after the pod to look at oh, wow, there's yeah, so look much. okay yeah moving on to bryce harper i love bryce harper um he's 6'3 210 30 he recently turned 30 spring chicken out there um he's a right fielder now now we call him a first baseman um for the phillies my team out here in the mlb he's the youngest player to ever be selected for the mlb all-star game at 19 years old which is pretty crazy um and yeah at age 19 he signed a 13 year 330 million dollar contract to bring him to the phillies which was crazy that's like a ton of money can't even wrap my mind around it um yeah so before playing in the mlb harper was a catcher he moved to the outfield um to extend his career and accelerate his player development per the washington post (laughs) well um but now he's you know I'll, I'll add it in. Yeah, so he's featured on the cover of Sports Illustrated, age 16. Baseball's LeBron James. Um, he's part owner of a barber shop called The Blind Barber. Slash, wow, I'm going to check this out. A speakeasy and barber shop. I'm going to go get my haircut there. Um, yeah, and also he recently he had Tommy John surgery after last year. He was like the fastest player to ever come back from Tommy John's. It was like 100 70 some days yeah, or something which is absolutely absurd but yeah no, he plays, yeah he's a he's a first baseman last year he played dh but um because he was kind of hurt but i love bryce harper but um going into cycling that's like caitlin clark i i think first off they're very different sports from a physicality standpoint basketball absolutely you gotta be so fit i like i'm always humbled whenever i like i play pickup i'm like I, like, I feel like I'm in decent shape and I'll play a game of pickup basketball and we'll be like needing an inhaler. Um, so I feel like Caitlin Clark from a f- fitness perspective could like outlast Bryce Harper. I feel like cycling is a very, you know, 
how fit are you? Strength, obviously strength's big, but like, I feel like Caitlin Clark's got a, I don't know, slight edge in the endurance fitness, category. Endurance category. Cause Bryce Harper's like coming up to bat every once in a while playing first base, you know, but baseball's yeah, organized so, laziness. It's just such different, you know, different. I, and Caitlin Clark's hard. playing like, isn't she playing almost every minute? Like she's playing in their big game. She's playing like every minute. Yeah, she doesn't sit very much. I no. would say though, so I don't know because I'm not a a cyclist. There, I think th- is there different events with cycling too, or most is is it mostly or almost always like an endurance style? Race? Like you're thinking like Tour de France style. That's a really good question, but I do because think in it's a mostly sprint, right? I, like yeah. Harper Harper is going to out sprint. Yeah, her and Harper's based on pure yeah. muscle mass, and he's fast. You know, he steals yeah, a lot exactly. of bases. Exactly. I'm, but I think like I'm thinking in my mind, I'm taking cycling equals tour de France. So like multiple days who can, you know, Bryce Harper's playing baseball every day, but can, who's, who's, who's like, who can outlast who? And like, I'm thinking tour de France, like multiple day cycling event. Yeah. I'd be, I'm so curious. I don't like, I don't see neither of them are like, uh, the two to like post. Like Jimmy Butler, LeBron James, they're, con- you know, they're constant. Tom Brady wasn't a good example, too. They would constantly post like their like extra like workouts. Yeah, on like on the workout. Yeah. So I'd have more to say about that, but neither of them are like posting what they're doing. Yeah. You know, or like when they're training. Yeah. So I like, don't know how much endurance either of them have, but you're yeah. right from a, just a pure like sports perspective. Yeah, I would argue that basketball has more endurance, endurance. so I'd lean towards Caitlin yeah. Clark. But you know, if they were both to go on a Peloton workout, like who would have higher? Who would be higher on the leaderboard? Like probably Bryce Harper. Like yeah, exactly. Like a half, yeah. half an hour class. Yeah, I think like I'm on a thinking, tour, I'm thinking Caitlin Clark. You're gonna need what's the length of a of a basketball game? Right, like nine, like hour and a half. Forty. Right? 45 minutes. Don't they play, don't they play 40 well, minutes? What I'm saying, yeah, but yeah. like when you're taking like like pre-game, yes. halftime, getting like the whole thing. Yeah, it's probably like, like two hours. Timeouts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like two hours. So I, I'm i not thinking Caitlin Clark has an advantage in cycling until like that like hour 15. But, but I'm pretty sure like, yeah, like that. And that's where you're thinking like Tour de France. They're on right. day eight, hour seven of their ride. Yeah, I'm thinking. You know. I'm thinking Clark might have the upper hand. Yeah, I'm going. With, so I, I agree it, with you. I'm going with Clark. Yeah, yeah, but I think like in a short workout, Bryce Harper would absolutely destroy. Yeah, crush it. Yeah, I'll yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a thinker. Would be like, yeah. All right, let's see what. Are, how are we doing on time? Thirty Oh, I count. This one's a good one. This one is good too. Okay. Yeah. I think we well, I think we'll do this one, and I think we got time for one more. Yeah. So we've got Simone Biles and Coco Goff, and the sport is volleyball. It's a good one. I think. Did you? I did. You... I did Simone. Okay. Okay. I can and talk Coco. Yeah. Do you want to talk through Coco, and I can do Simone? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Okay. So Coco Goff, five nine. She's nineteen years old. Crazy. I. I've been, you know, I've been told that three or four times this past summer with like the U.S. Open, and it's still shocking. I remember what you were doing old. at nineteen. Yeah, exactly. You were not winning the U.S. No, Open. I was, no, I was not. <laughs> uh, six uh, women's tennis association tour single titles already at nineteen. Of course, 
just most recently won at the 2023 U.S. Open for singles. Both parents, again, NCAA Division <laughs> One is, athletes. This is our common Haley, thread. We're going to do an episode about genetics. You and should. They're linked to sports. We're absolutely doing it. We got to. Like, I feel like this, like when I did all my research, not, that's, that's why we're not Division athletes. One athletes. And that's why we tr- we like kind of tried hard not to and we didn't make the cut. You know what I will say, though? Jeans. Yeah. I have, so I'm, I haven't done the the 23 and me quite yet. I'm I'm going to very very soon. Yeah. But we know with like the amount of freckles I have, last name little C. Are you a, Irish? Name right? Are you Irish? Right. <laughs> both both parents probably have some Irish backgrounds. Could explain why I'm not a lightweight. Yeah, they can drink. That's yeah. That's for sure. If beer drinking was well, a sport, but I'm half Irish. I'd be in the Olympics. I am half Irish and I can look at alcohol and be like pretty fucked up. So yeah. So you're, you have the recessive gene. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. I'm just not Irish. I'm just, I needed like, again, I needed both parties to be Irish. I only yeah. got one. So. And I had it. So, so all right. lucky duck. There's yeah. that. Okay. So her favorite NFL team is the Miami dolphins, which is, that makes sense because they're, they would just put up like 70 points on a team. They're absolutely goaded right now. And so is she. So, you know, like, like attracts like that makes sense, uh, and then idols are yeah of course Venus and Serena Williams yeah other goats other goats wow yeah it'll be crazy just to I feel like these like, haven't they like project like she she's projected to be like the next Venus and Serena right for sure yeah yeah, yeah and then okay. they were both young you know Coco Goss been a pro I think since she was like fourteen or been on the circuit since she was like fourteen so I mean in similar in similar paths from Venus and Serena. Well, at 14, I was like memorizing the capitals of yeah. U.S. And, and I was doing bad at that. <laughs> like, I wasn't good at it. <laughs> yeah. Going up against professional tennis players. I know. Okay. All right. So then... Simone Biles, another, I think another person a lot of people know, goaded for sure is in the she, gymnastics world. Do we know? Is she looking? Is she yeah, like she's back in the gym for, for Paris? Is she, she? She's back in the gym. She's supposed to be in you know competing like they do gymnastics team trials and then there's a selection yeah. process she's supposed to be back with in the she like recently announced that she's back in the gym competing for paris which wow, is pretty okay. crazy like gymnastics is a really um low longevity sport you, you know yeah. you you're kind of like you see a lot of athletes do like one olympic games and they're done and so this would be her third yeah she did 16 20 21 and then potentially could do 24 but um, yes, she's definitely goaded. Let me pull up her slide on my end. One second, Simone. So yeah, she's now a little different than Coco. She's four, eight. She is little tiny, short little queen. short queen to say the least. Um, in Rio, she was the shortest athlete of, of, of all us Olympians. She was the shortest, Hopefully, yeah. um, but similar to us, like she's similar in age to us. March fourteenth, nineteen ninety seven. Young, young gun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, she was award- recently awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom in twenty twenty two from President Biden. Um, she has multiple skills that are like in gymnastics. When you do a skill for the first time, it gets named after you. So there's multiple Biles skills out there. Like again, she's insane. Has done things that people have like physically never been capable of doing before. Um, she's taken a couple hiatuses from gymnastics. She 
took the year of 2017 off. Um, and then she was off after the last Olympic games and she had the twisties and all of, you know, everything that was discussed after the 2021 games. Yep. yep um, I remember that. But she's back into gymnastics now. Again, like, I'm pretty sure that's like a recent development, but she's back in the gym, which is incredible because she's 26. Uh, I can't do a cartwheel. Like I'd hurt my knee and she's out there doing flips and shit. So I'm impressed at her age that she's still grinding it out. Yeah. That's we impressive. both know that I'm not doing a yeah, cartwheel or a somersault. No, not at all. No, not on purpose. <laughs> um, she's, yeah, but she's the most decorated female gymnast and she's scared of bees. Same. So, but luckily volleyball an indoor sport for the most part. So hopefully no bees. Mm-hmm. Um, now going into volleyball, I honestly think this is kind of an interesting question. Simone Biles would definitely play the libero. Exactly. I was just about to say the same. She'd be thing. a defensive specialist, crushing it in the back line. Yep. I I honestly think she'd be. I think she'd be pretty good at volleyball. Like, she's agile. She can move around. I'm guessing she's speed. You know, she's speedy. She can. She could probably get places quickly. And think about like how how much diving they do. I could see her like doing a flip and hitting the ball. Or like, you know, getting yeah, her leg out saying. there. I think I think flexibility probably yeah. helps. Yeah. In the, yeah, in the libero yeah. position, right? Yeah. You're diving after a ball that's being Yeah. Like, and and like also at you. Yeah. And like from a fear fearlessness perspective, you know, the libero, again, you're getting balls flying at your face. I don't even know how fast a ball, they're hitting a volleyball. But if you've ever watched volleyball, incredibly entertaining. It's they hit the ball so hard and she's probably fearless. She, she'd probably be there getting, you know, bumping, setting and spiking or at least trying to spike like, you know, fearlessly. So I think she could be pretty good. Yeah. Um, I would say the only thing that I would be interested in though, just because, so I've never like actually played tennis anytime I try, like, cause I grew, like I grew up playing travel softball. So whenever I hit a tennis ball, it goes like over the court up in the air, like, <laughs> 30 feet beyond it's, it's where it's to the supposed moon. to. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Which is fun too. If you've ever played backyard tennis baseball with a tennis racket, that's oh, a good time. blast. A blast. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So much fun. So, but I'm thinking of like, like the Wii tennis and watching tennis and thinking of a volleyball serve, which I did play freshman year volleyball. And there are some similarities. Some, it's almost synonymous. Yeah. It's a very yeah. similar m- movement. So, yeah. And I think volleyball Coco and te- golf can learn quickly how to serve a volleyball and spike a volleyball. I think there's some similarities there where like, I think she'd have some muscles already yeah. pre-established to yeah. be very good at that. And I think the game, the concepts of the game are quite similar get yeah. ball over net <laughs> you yeah. know like yeah, yeah, like yeah. i think there's some Good familiarity point. where she could and, and also it's like tennis and volleyball are a game of work or you know that's a game of working the court um in ball placement i feel like you and i feel like you she probably hasn't again like a great eye for placement where to put the ball to get it away from your opponents um i think it's a little different because in volleyball you've got other people on the court but i think like that could be that could be good I think yeah. I can really help you out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a, you got to think like she's played yeah. doubles before, so she's been in yeah. a, a team yeah. play kind of thing too. It's a tough one. 
I don't know. Do we have to pick one? We could say it's tough. There, she's not very tall either in a rel- in a volleyball sense. I know. Sense. So I'm like thinking in that sense, like <laughs> they're both be like liberos. Struggle. Yeah. yeah. They both be liberos or something. Yeah. yeah um, yeah. I think I think Coco just because of the sim- similarities in the game. I think the parallels between volleyball and tennis. I think she takes the win, but I think Simone. She'd be, an entertain, she'd be an entertaining volleyball player to watch. Player? I'd, I'd watch her play <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I think that checks out. I think yeah. I'm, I'm in the yeah. same boat. So, yeah. Alrighty. Well, there we yeah. have it. We've done we've done another episode. Yeah, that was fun. I liked that game. Yeah, yeah. So kudos to you for the idea. I like it. Thank you. And you know, if if the listeners like it, we'll we'll change up the sports. We'll change up the athletes. Yeah. We'll do this again. You're right. And there were athletes that we didn't get to, like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll keep them on, you know. Yeah. We'll get, we'll remove the ones we that could, we, we could need. always do a part two of this, for this, of this little game. Have it I done like as it, yeah. well. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to, I'm going to get us out of here. Yeah. So Haley can go get ready to tailgate the, the what is it, the Eagles tomorrow, right? Yeah. E-A-G. Yeah, I get it. It's tough. They People, clinched. You're they like clinched. my mom. So that's why I'm on the I'm on the Phillies. They mindset. did last last Tuesday. It's exciting. Phils, Phils, Phils. But yes, tomorrow is is the Eagles. The city loves the Eagles. All I'll be hearing tomorrow is E A G L E S. They don't like to remind everybody that they can spell. <laughs> Just always always fun. But yeah, nice fly Eagles fly. Uh, if you listen to this episode. And you liked it and thought someone else would like it too, please go ahead and share it with them. We're on several different um, several different podcast applications. So, you know, just sor- search the sor- Sports Medicine Podcast and you'll find us. If you enjoyed this episode today, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. Heads up. Um, again, we're going to... As soon as we get, as soon as we get some, we're going to be shouting out five-star reviews and comments on the pod. So, you know, be creative, have fun with it. Let us know what you think. Uh, if you want to catch up with what Haley and I are doing, you can go ahead and follow us on Instagram and threads at the sports med podcast. If you have a topic you'd like us to cover, you know, or a compliment you would like to give us, you can send us an email at the sports med podcast at gmail.com. We also have a Facebook page now, so go ahead and follow there. Uh, it's Again, just search the Sports Medicine Podcast. You'll see the logo. And that's it. So I'm Maddie Portland. I'm Haley Karpik. And this was your weekly dose of the Sports Medicine Podcast. Cheers. Cheers.